Greetings, fellow tech seekers. Sean from Silicon Theory here, and this is a Silicon Theory radio station on Anchor.fm. This week is pretty much all about Google I.O. Starting tomorrow, Google's annual developer conference will focus almost exclusively on the software benefits that the Android mobile platform can bring to its end users. So what do we expect? Well, Several websites, uh, 9to5Google and The Verge, have postulated what their best guesses are, so you can read all that if you're really interested. Um, It's not too specific, uh, nor will I be, but I wanted to really focus on some of the things that I wanted to see or that I hope to see so that um, we can talk a little bit about it uh, as those announcements are actually actually made at the conference. So uh, first up, obviously, Android P. We anticipate getting another uh, version of the developer preview made available during uh, I.O. or potentially uh, right after I.O. And Android P is still a little bit up in the air. It's still a little bit of a mystery to a lot of people. We've seen some leaks uh, all the way from things like they may eliminate the navigation buttons entirely and go with a new gesture-based user interface, a la the iPhone X. Uh, Or things could still relatively be the same and it could just be an iterative update to uh, the very uh, tasty and delicious Android Oreo that came out last year. So there's a wide gamut of things that Android P could be, but um, I would like to see the new gesture-based navigation. I used the iPhone X for a while for our review and uh, honestly, the the gesture-based stuff didn't bother me at all and it actually took me a lot less time to get used to uh, than I thought. So if you're interested, head on over to youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Silicon Theory. You can check out our iPhone 10 review. Uh, that was one of the things that I did uh, enjoy about using that device. I didn't think it was uh, I didn't think it was counterintuitive and I didn't think it was very hard to pick up for most people at all. So if Android P incorporates some of those features, then I think that uh, we would probably all Uh, relative to the user base uh, all enjoy uh, those additions um, or at least the ability to uh, turn it on or turn it off maybe. Uh, Another thing that we want to see obviously is more granular control over permissions for apps. You know privacy is a big deal these days. There's lots of different uh, companies that are uh, abusing their power so to speak about our end user data Facebook and Twitter obviously are two of the biggest concerns Facebook with the Cambridge Analytica data scandal and Twitter with the storing of hundreds of millions of users data or hundreds of users passwords and unencrypted data formats so um, there's lots of things that uh, hey motorcycle there's lots of things that uh, Android P could bring Uh, That would be particularly useful, but uh, more granular control over our permissions and potentially a new user-based navigation system could be two of the biggest. So uh, along those same lines, I would really, really, really hope that Google put some effort into making Wear OS, the new rebranded Android Wear platform, um, useful, viable, and uh, actually worth a damn because... Uh, I wear a a Fitbit Alta, and uh, the only reason I wear a Fitbit Alta is because my Moto 360 gave up the ghost, and uh, Android Wear became hot garbage after the big version 2.0 update. Um, My phone actually, or my phone, my smartwatch actually uh, would barely run it. It would get so laggy and so unusable that uh, I basically gave it up, and I haven't found anything since 
that has been compelling enough to make me want to re-enter the Android Wear uh, field. Now, there have been some tweaks. The rebranding to Wear OS, I think, I hope, is a focus, uh, or at least shows that Google is going to be focused on having Wear OS be useful going forward. There's some rumors that LG might have a new smartwatch. Um, I got some information from their marketing team that indicates that uh, they're going to have, quote-unquote, something new uh, launched at Google I.O., and I can only assume that because there is a Wear OS focus there that, um, and there were rumors of an LG smartphone or a smartwatch. I don't know why I keep saying smartphone. Uh, probably because I just came back from the G7 event. Um, there was rumors that an LG smartwatch might be available even as early as April 30th. Um, it would probably have been, if this is true, a good idea for uh, LG to save the announcement until after or during I.O. because they can capitalize on uh, some of the cachet that Google's developer conference brings. But uh, if it is, then good on them. And I hope that there are more developers and more hardware OEMs that bring a lot of stuff to the table. I've been waiting for a smartwatch with... You know, all-day battery life, uh, maybe without the flat tire display, but with no LTE or at least an option for no LTE uh, and built-in GPS and NFC for mobile payments. Uh, now that Google Pay has been rebranded, uh, GPay has been rebranded from the Google Wallet and Android Pay um, revisions, maybe we can actually get and make mobile payments a thing. If I could pay with my smartwatch uh, and it's you know tethered to my phone. Uh, for mobile payments then you know all things being equal um, that's something I think that even though Apple has had a significant lead with this uh, and has been able to do it for a while uh, just hasn't really caught on and uh, even if it doesn't catch on in the general populace uh, I think that I would that would be something that I would use and that I would have a significant interest in so hopefully we see something along those lines and then last but not least um, you know certainly I think that hopefully if there's some mention of updates to Google Photos and the Google Camera, that would be really interesting. Google Photos is probably the single most compelling software product that Google makes. You know, the single most compelling hardware product they make is Chromecast and it's not close. Um, second maybe would be the Pixel phones just because they've had, because of their marketing campaigns, a significant larger, significantly larger mindshare of late. But I think that, uh, you know, Google Photos is, is quite clearly the most compelling argument to be in the Google ecosystem. I wrote a while ago that Google Photos is like the iMessage lock-in, but for Android, like having unlimited backups and native resolution of your pictures and videos is something that really isn't overlooked and is probably, or really shouldn't be overlooked and is probably one of the biggest benefits to using Android uh, natively for most end users. And yes, I know you can get Google Photos on iOS, but you're not gonna get the, the native resolution and you're not gonna get the unlimited portion of the platforms. That's reserved exclusively for Pixel device users. So uh, that's a compelling argument. And we've seen things like Google Lens come about that were announced at I.O. recently, but we also haven't seen the obstruction removal uh, tool that was touted last year. We haven't seen some of the machine learning and machine vision features that were announced last year come to fruition. The closest thing we have to that is um, LG's uh, ThinQ AI cam. That's something that has recently launched. In fact, my uh, V30 Plus review unit uh, recently took that update, so I'm going to be playing around with that and seeing how well the AI cam actually works. But you know, Google does it better than anybody, so let's hope that they have. Um, Let's hope that they have some announcements regarding that to come out at I.O. Uh, and, you know, maybe there's some new uh, editing tools that Google Photos brings to the table. Like, if there's one thing that I lament, it's um, that I'm really, really bad at creating thumbnails for our YouTube channel uh, videos. 
Uh, and you know, using photos is just okay. I downloaded another um, video editing and picture editing uh, free tool from um, the web for Mac. But you know, if I could get Google Photos to expand uh, the feature set that they have when editing, that would be really, really cool. And it would save me the trouble of having to move from one piece of software to another piece of software to another piece of software. You know, whatever it is that I'm using to record the videos, whatever it is that I'm using to edit the videos, and whatever it is that I'm using to edit the photos, like all of those potentially could be integrated into to a Google photo solution um, for the most part uh, and that would be that would be the ideal scenario that would be every Android lover's dream right like I use a Mac uh, for content creation and you know that's that it just it is what it is like there's nothing I can do to get around that but the uh, the real crux of the matter would be that what we all want is kind of a seamless integration what we want is the most robust tools we can get and yeah we're getting it for free from Google so bully for them but we are exchanging our uh, data and some privacy for that. So, you know, I'd like to get the best tools that I can get when I'm giving up that kind of information. So I think, hopefully, I know I ran long, sorry about that, but those are the things that I'm really looking forward to from IO that I hope we get a lot of information about and maybe there'll be uh, some other nuggets of goodies uh, that's going on there. So Shumpy and I will definitely have a podcast covering uh, some of the major events from IO. I'll probably be live blogging the event tomorrow as well. So you can check that out at silicontheory.com. We'll have all of the major announcements done and ready to go. Um, and I, we're not going to be in Mountain View, so we won't have a lot of pictures like we did from the G7 event, but I'll try and do my best to recap all of the major announcements and give us any uh, visual information as well. So make sure you check that out. Uh, you can find all of our stuff there. I mentioned the uh, link to our YouTube channel. It's also in the show notes. So uh, appreciate you heading on over there and subscribing. We love to uh, love to pick up new subscribers. You can follow us on social. We are at Silicon Theory on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, and that's the show for today. Thanks again for listening. And remember, as always, we will talk tech soon.